The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. One and only, Damon Bruce. Damon, thanks for being with us, buddy. Al, thank you very much. Your introduction was way too kind. Brian, good to be with you. <laughs> Guys, th- thanks so much for having me. It's good to see you. Absolutely. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, it's great to talk to you, Damon. And this has been a fun season so far for the Niners. Um, you know, there was a little bit of drama coming in in the offseason. And then you had the Bosa holdout. And you're like, where is this going to go? And from the minute that whistle hit in week one, it's just been guns blazing for this team. And you've seen a lot of 49ers football over the years. And we've been talking about just how good the current version of this team is. It's not really fair to compare them to any of the teams that won the Super Bowl. But when you look back at the Harbaugh years and now with this current regime, where do you think this team ranks in, in those more recent teams, 2011 through about now? Look, all, all we can do is operate in the vacuum we're sitting in, right? And and since I've been covering the 49ers, I can't remember a better, healthier, the way the league has broken around them, as dominant as they've been, quality of opponent that they've played. I can't remember a better 4-0 start, not for Kyle Shanahan, not really for anyone. This just feels like a, a season that a lot of people have the highest of expectations for, you couldn't have even had this high of expectation for the start to the year. I mean, it's it's pretty much been flawless, but for, you know, maybe a half in Los Angeles when the Rams kind of did what they wanted to do offensively and then adjustments were made at halftime and everything was okay in that game too. I mean, they are operating on a level of offense that is essentially unprecedented in team history a defense that is still under construction with a new defensive coordinator trying to figure out who fits where. And that seems to be ahead of schedule. Although some would say it it still isn't Uh, it's a pretty good looking defensive unit to me and special teams are, I think the legitimate concern coming into the year 
Well, it's squashed those concerns. You got Wisnowski, who is just coughing corner and everyone inside the 20-yard line. And uh, you got a rookie kicker that everyone was conditioned to be worried about, and he hasn't missed a kick yet, point after touchdown or field goal. So it's been an exemplary start. And again, the key is health. This is a healthy 4-0 Niner team, and that makes them dangerous. Yeah, yeah we think, were... Sorry, sorry Brian. I, I think, too, with this good. team, you look at the, the Garoppolo years, they kind of had trouble scoring. There's a lot of 20 to 13 games and, and a lot of games that maybe were closer than they should have been. And you had the Pete Kaepernick years, which, which were good because Kaepernick they didn't really know what to do with him at first, and that defense was so strong. But I just feel now with this team, this iteration of it, you have an offense that's scoring 30 points every single week and a defense that I don't even think is at their stride yet. And they're probably going to give up in the 15 point range. You put that together. It just seems like it's the most dangerous team to me they've had in a while. Um, and it's kind of like Super Bowl or bust, I think, right now. You're going to win an awful lot of games scoring about 30, holding everyone else to about 15. You know, I mean, it's just that simple. I'm not, I was never a math major, but uh, that is an overwhelming point differential. And when you start seeing a team do that regularly, that's when, that's when you start dreaming big. And I think the 49ers, 49ers fans, even unreasonable 49ers fans have the right to be dreaming big four weeks in, you know, I was talking to, to uh, uh, another uh, another channel just the other day and uh, was asked, you know, where's where's the iceberg going to come from? And and I really don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It could be an injury. It could be a losing streak. It could be something going wrong. Who the hell knows? But right now we got Leo and Kate at the front of the, you know, just the you know, king of the world. Everyone's feeling so good about what they see. But there's, a, there's an iceberg out there somewhere. And hopefully Kyle Shanahan is enough of a captain to steer this team around that. And if he does, I mean, yeah, they, they, they look like a team that should be hosting an NFC title game right now. You know, arguably you would say that of the Kyle Shanahan teams in the past, including 2019, uh, where they made it to the Super Bowl, that iceberg was their starting quarterback. And in, in the NFL, obviously starting quarterback play is King. If you've got a guy that can operate your offense, you're likely going to be in a much better position than a lot of teams that we've seen right now who have had some pretty poor quarterback play, including poor quarterback play from guys that we expected to be really good. Uh, and specifically, I'm thinking Joe Burrow. But, you know, it seems like Kyle Shanahan has found the right guy to run his system in Brock Purdy. Have you been surprised by the level at which he's been able to operate this offense this year? knowing that he's coming off that elbow injury and knowing that he was the last pick in the draft, a rookie last year, you know, quarterbacks can get on a heater and he was absolutely on one, but it has continued into this year. Has he exceeded your expectations? Is this what you thought or what's your, what are your thoughts on Purdy? He's exceeded his own mother's expectations. I mean, let's be totally honest. This is a, this is an unprecedented start for the 49ers, for any quarterback, regardless of draft position, you factor in Purdy's draft position, it just turns it into a Disney movie. Um, to me, everything in sports is a collection of data points. And you got to know what are the important data points and what are the less important data points? What do you really need to concentrate on? What do you need to throw away? Because it doesn't matter as much. All of the important data points are coming back. This guy can play. 
Forget about his salary. Forget about his pedigree. Forget about where he was drafted. This guy has data points that are as robust as some of the highest paid, most respected quarterbacks in this league right now. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. (laughs) I'm terrible at the projection business. I don't know where this goes. Football, all professional sports, it's a very fickle thing, can be there one day and gone the next for a number of reasons. And like you said, Brian, off-season surgery on an elbow after a huge rookie year, like that's even a, a worse way to start your second year than being a Mr. Irrelevant was to start your first year. And so we keep on moving the starting line back for this guy, and he's on the lead lap no matter what. Um, it's it's remarkable. It's really remarkable. I, I can't think of anything that is like it other than, you know, you start talking about, well, you know, Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round and, you know, Kurt Warner was bagging groceries. Like it's that much of an unbelievable starting point. Uh, still a, a, an awful lot of career in front of them, an awful lot of season in front of them this year. But look, Kyle Shanahan and company just have to be thrilled with what they're seeing from this guy. And again, it's, it's awfully rough times for Trey Lance salesmen on the internet these days. And it's not, you know, me trying to dunk on anyone. It's, it's football reality, just showing you what the hell is actually really going on with the 49ers or or not. I mean, this is, this is, this is extraordinary. And to not being able to recognize it as extraordinary is ridiculous. It's, I don't know where it ends, but I've never seen a beginning quite like this. Yeah. And people can get toxic with that. They just kind of get a favorite player. It was toxic with the Jimmy Trey stuff. And then it got toxic with, with the Trey and the Brock stuff. And you're right. If you're looking at kind of the, we always talk about the reality of the situation on the show. And if you were looking at the reality, I mean, it was clear as day that this guy was in Brock was the starting quarterback. They were going to roll with him. He had earned it. Kyle, like saw on film, he's like an extension of Kyle. And here it, we are. We're seeing it's this real now. simple. Everything that had nothing to do with the actual football game said, this isn't your guy. <laughs> you know, look at the draft capital. Look at this guy's physical attributes and blah, 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 blah. But then, like, when it turns Sunday and you're playing football, there's nothing to discuss. I mean, the man hasn't lost not once on a Sunday yet in the regular season. Like what more would you like than that? A 14 game winning streak going back to last year that even predates him coming aboard, uh, honestly, as quarterback, but it's, it's, it's incredible to see what has happened so quickly for a guy who just seems to be, as you're saying, wired to be the perfect fit for Shanahan. It's this, egoless yes chef approach and that's what kyle wants to hear kyle just wants someone to do what he says to do yet have the physical ability to improvise should that situation arise and i just think that that purdy's done a a great job showing kyle he can do both and oh by the way let's not leave this out christian freaking mccaffrey (laughs) makes all of it look easier all of it that's where i was going to go next so yeah they make this trade last year, and what were they, three and four when they made the trade? Looked like things were a little bit shaky, and we were talking about the ESPN grade, well, last show, Brian, right, where they gave them a yeah. C-, minus, C-, maybe yeah. because of the injuries he had. You knew the talent McCaffrey had, but what he's done since then has been, I mean, maybe the best offensive player since 
uh, T.O. You can even maybe argue Jerry Rice from what he's done statistically. Where were you when they traded for him? What were your initial thoughts, and, and why do you think he's been such a good fit? You know, big gamble, and I thought in a world that we've all been conditioned to be brushed back by high running back salaries, I thought, boy, is this a, a, a right way for a team that is looking to build robust talent everywhere to sink so much into a position that could be hurt overnight and blah, 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 blah. And I forgot that totally, yeah, running backs matter. Like, great running backs matter. And I keep coming back to this, gentlemen. I'm apologizing if you've heard me say this before, but I really mean it. Christian McCaffrey, to me, is a revelation the same way Kevin Durant was. Like, I knew he was good. I knew Kevin Durant was good, but I had no idea the degree of greatness until I got to see him every game, every night in a Warriors uniform. I knew Christian McCaffrey at Stanford was really good, and I knew at Carolina he was very good, but... You can't appreciate how good this guy is until you see the stuff that doesn't make the highlight tape. Like second and seven, middle of the field, and he picks up eight yards every time. It, you know, Christian McCaffrey helps this team avoid third down because he's just a human chain mover and he's running so violently and he's got stiff arms for everybody. And I had no idea. I knew he was good. I didn't realize that we're talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer should he stay healthy. That's where Christian McCaffrey's going. He will be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he continues to play like this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah not only is christian mccaffrey a first down machine but you've got debo you've got kittle and then you've got brandon Ayuk, who has 17 receptions this season all of them have been for either a first down or a touchdown like this offense is just operating at a level that we haven't seen uh but let's be real the cowboys come to town on sunday and this is the biggest test that this team has seen all season and you know in, in the cowboys three wins they've outscored the giants jets and pats 108 to 13 granted i believe against both the patriots and the giants there were two defensive touchdowns in there which you can't take away, but that's still impressive. Uh, but then they played the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, I mean, the, the the Cowboys had some injuries, specifically on the offensive line. It was the week that 
Trayvon Diggs for the season to an ACL tear. But that was the only piece that was missing on defense. And the Cardinals ran up 222 yards on the ground against them and controlled the game in a victory that they won 28 to 16, a team that the 49ers just beat 35 to 16. So do you see the Niners just leaning on CMC and the ground game uh, to try and control the game? Or do you think that they're not even worried about controlling the game? They just are worried about going out, playing their game and knowing if we play our game and we're on the details that there's no one that's beaten us. So Kyle's a control freak, right? Like he wants to control everything and every element and you control football games by running it. If it were the Dallas Cowboys, it wouldn't matter if it were the O and four Vikings, it wouldn't. Kyle wants to run the ball just straight up period. He got, he has a hard on for it. It's what he does. It's he, he, he loves establishing play action pass where again, Brandon Ayuk is now catching balls for only first downs and touchdowns. And, and that's what Kyle wants to do. So he's going to want to do that against anybody but especially a team that is as good and as threatening and as much of a quality opponent as you're going to run into uh, all season long. The Dallas Cowboys are good. The Dallas Cowboys are good. The Dallas Cowboys were good enough to make the playoffs two years in a row, and the 49ers have sent them home two years in a row, and that's because I believe the 49ers are better, and they are beat. Uh, They are built to beat the Cowboys um, because of that running game, because of what James Conner just did. I mean, James Conner got loose around the tackles. And if Christian McCaffrey is doing that, if you're watching Debo take jet sweeps around the tackles and it's a problem for the Cowboys, that's when the 49ers have not just a win on Sunday night football, but an impressive win. I mean, slow down Tony Pollard, keep an eye on Micah Parsons, make sure C.D. Lamb doesn't have a monster game. And I don't know how Dallas does this without, you know, two of those three things happening. So I I think the Niners are well-built to beat the Cowboys. I do think the Cowboys are a touch overinflated in their dominance based on quality of opponent or lack thereof in their three overwhelming lopsided victories. And I just, I think the 49ers are built to win this game nine out of 10 times. And then when you put it, you know, on their home field, now we're now now the Niners are built to win this this game like 19 out of 20 times. You know, I, I like their chances an awful lot that, you know, forget about point spreads, forget about all that stuff. Just straight up. Do the 49ers win on Sunday night? I think the answer is yes. There's a lot of precedent there when Kyle has ownage over certain coaches. And you can ask Sean McVay about this. It tends <laughs> to be a pattern. And Kyle has ownage over McCarthy. He really does. So um, I I like the Niners' chances an awful lot in this game. And then, as I said, the reason why I like the beginning of this year for the 49ers is because all of a sudden games that you circled as holy shit games at the beginning of the year are less holy shit games right now. Uh, uh, You know, going to... Uh, going to Cleveland before you take on the Bengals, like those, those look like two totally different things right now as when opposed to the schedule came out. So um, it's, it's all breaking the way for the 49ers. Not only are they playing great, but the rest of the league around them seems to be, you know, coming back to them in a direction they would like to be approached. So it's, (laughs) It's just a great start. I mean, really, I mean, like, I know that just sunshine and happy rainbows and pots of gold is is not compelling content for some people, 
But I did a whole show today, and the premise was if you can't appreciate the roses while they're still growing, you shouldn't even be in the gardening business. You know, if if all you appreciate is the bouquet at the end, you don't really know what you're focusing on. This is, again, who is Brock Purdy? I, I don't know who Brock Purdy is going to be, but right now, to this point in time, he's had more team success early on in his career than Joe Montana, than Steve Young, than Peyton Manning, than all the greats. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, the data points that are being thrown at us, and instead of figuring out a way to prove them false, what if they're right? <laughs> like, what if they're right? What if this really is the beginning of something that is incredibly special going forward yeah. for a few years here? I mean, I was, I, I, you know, to hold Kyle Shanahan's feet to the fire as well, he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Well, look, only 26 living men on the planet have won Super Bowls. These things are hard. They're elusive. Uh, every other data point on Kyle's career, he's 46 and 24 since 2019, means this guy knows what he's doing. So if yeah. he he's got a if if he's got a staff, a coaching staff who knows what he's doing, a quarterback who can execute his vision, about as talented a roster as you're gonna find in football, while no one else in the league is playing extraordinary right now, I would even tell you that Philadelphia's four and record could have some holes poked in it. Uh, yeah. They just look like the they look like the prettiest girl at the homecoming dance. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and maybe it's the East Coast guy in me, but I tend to be a little bit pessimistic myself. Like I could find something wrong with anything, and I'm right there with you right now. I'm just like sit back and enjoy this. And you made a good point about when the season started, there are games that you circle, right? Like, oh shit, this one's going to be tough. And I had Dallas circled for that because for the same reasons the Niners are going to be up for Philly, Dallas is going to be up for this game. They knocked them out of the playoffs sure. a couple of years in a row. Yep. Um, so I think they're going to come into this game and they're going to be pumped. But I also agree with you right now is like, I don't know that that matters. And one of the keys for me is Dak. Now, frankly, in the two postseason games, Dak looked shook to me in both of those games. He didn't play super well. In 2021, he was 23 of 43, 53%, with a 69 rating. And last year, his rating was 63. He's thrown three interceptions in those two games. He's been sacked six times. He's a big key to me in this game. Do you see him bouncing back? Or like you said, do the Niners just kind of have his number? Are the 49ers going to watch another offense just embrace getting it out in under two seconds? Because I think that's a real difference maker, right? You know, they're Dak to me, Cowboys football, maybe in my own mind, more than I can prove this to you statistically or with a pro football focus grade. But to me, like Cowboys are a big passing play offense. Like they're 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 looking for a five, seven step drop, survey the field, gut you with a big play. That's not who they've been at all this year. The Cowboys have been among the shortest air yards passing in all of football there, you know, football is about trends, right? Bucking trends, embracing trends. And the trend right now is that ball is out on your third. By the time your heel hits the third step drop, the ball is gone. And that's what Dallas is doing this year. And that's why Dak has, I think the fourth best completion percentage. Brock Purdy is number three, by the way, in the NFL right now. Um, but they have embraced the trend that is just get it out. So if that makes Dak more comfortable, is he then more dangerous? If if he's not getting sacked six times, is is he is he more dangerous? Of course he is. So will the different look Cowboys present a different problem? 
Maybe, which is why I go back to saying that job number one is just shutting down Tony Pollard because whatever what, whatever the Cowboys were going to do last December in that playoff game, or January, I guess I should say, uh, they stopped doing immediately when Tony Pollard got hurt and left that game. So yeah. you keep Pollard in check. It just changes the dynamic. And, and any team that gets one-dimensional – that's a feast for the 49ers defensively. I don't care if you're getting the ball out at two and a half Mississippi. They're coming. Damon, we appreciate the time, buddy. Top three where they can find you. Well, thanks so much for having me, first of all. I know you guys got great followers and subscribers. Anyone who wanted to subscribe to Damon Bruce Plus, I would deeply appreciate that. There's a podcast as well, also called Damon Bruce Plus. You can find it anywhere you get your podcast. You download that. My wife will stop yelling at me to go get a real job, and I'd really appreciate that (laughs) if you could prevent that from happening. So thank you guys for having me. I hope this is the first of several conversations we get to have as the season goes along. It It should be a really fun ride absolutely, absolutely. You got an open welcome my friend i appreciate it. welcome anytime thank you guys thank you have a good Bye-bye. one damon okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.